call is now being recorded. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Reggie Bullock, and this is the This Is Recorded Podcast. Another beautiful day, joined by family, man. Duke, what up? Say what up to the people, man. Yo, yo, what's up? This is Duke. I'm, I'm from San Diego, California. I attend California Polytechnic University of Pomona. And yeah, I'm here with my family, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. So we just going to get into it. I got a little topic. It's been, like, really racking my brain, and I still don't have an answer to it, so I just wanted to have a conversation about it. I wanted to get with somebody that's level-headed and, you know, may share some of the same ideas as me, but don't exactly think the same as me. Like, we definitely have an age gap. I'm 31 years young. <laughs> He's a young man right. himself, but, yeah, so basically we're going to get into it. Like, so the first thing, the main thing, and just we're really on my head and really on my mind and really just been messing with me real bad. It's like the NFL. Like, what I mean by the NFL is like it's a sport in football that I love. I've grown to love in my older age. I fell in love with football. But then when I started watching it, I really, really got to it. I really, really loved it. I try to learn as much about it as possible. But now it's like, with the Colin Kaepernick situation, which I'm pretty sure everybody knows by now, um, basically it's like, hey, like the Jay-Z song, Still Nigga, the OJ story. Like, it's just like, no matter what, you still just another nigga to that. So it's like, it's really hard for me. Like, uh, I just was watching, I wanted to see Baker Mayfield, so I just was watching the Eagles and Browns, but it's just hard for me to, like, not think about what's going on. Like as far as football goes, and far as far as they trying to make rules to you know go at you and all that shit. So, Luke, what is your thoughts on that? Like, where do you stand with the football, or how do you feel? Because you grew up, man, you football team. You always yeah. been playing football since a kid. Oh, so, always, I've been I've been playing football ever since I was five years old, and like after after I graduated, I didn't I didn't play football no more. So, like, that kind of gave me, like, a disconnect from the game because I wasn't playing no more. But I, I was still watching it and all. Like, I, I was still watching it every Sunday. But that whole little Colin Kaepernick situation, it, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way because it's like they out there risking, risking their health, their bodies and all that, and we can't even get no support. And it's like it's crazy. And how they did Kaepernick, they blackballed him out the league. Cause I know, I know. Even if he's not starting, he should be some somebody's backup at least. You get what I'm saying? It's like I know he's good enough to be somebody's backup, even if he's not starting. And it's like the way how the owners is doing and all that. And I know he's, I know he's suing the league. I hope he get it. But to be honest, they, they got a whole bunch of money, so it's like I don't, I don't, I don't think it'll go the way how he wanted to go because. Hey, this is money, but we 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 know we know what's right and what's wrong and how and how and how they doing them. Yeah, it, I mean it's really crazy because him and Eric Reed, Eric Reed is in his top five. Yeah, Eric Reed like a top in the league. Yeah, say yeah, he's a top five defensive back, and he don't got a job, not a job. It's yeah. ridiculous. And it, so it's, it's like, very clear what they're doing. Like there's no secret what they're doing. Yeah, there's no secret at all. And it's like, 
if 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 they doing it to our face, like there's no secret. It's like, why should I support it? Why should I go out there? To be honest, at this point, one I'm not gonna say the only jersey, but one of the only jerseys I probably give a Colin Kaepernick jersey. Just just because really? what he yeah. did and what yeah. he sacrificed, and it's like like he he sacrificed his whole career because it's like. To be honest, nobody was really even like it, you. You get here and there, like the little, like the like the black justice. You get what I'm saying? But no, I, nobody actually took it to the point where Colin Kaepernick did it. And it's like then he had then he had the whole league doing it. And now and now he he makes such a big impact. They the whole league the league making rules and stuff talking about that you can't even take a knee during the national anthem. They they saying that you got to sit in the locker room now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, crazy too because like, um, I want to give credit where credit is due, but I don't remember where I heard it from. I listened to a lot of podcasts. I don't know if it was Bill Simmons, I don't know if it was Joe Budden, I don't know if it was Brilliant Idiots, but one of them or somewhere I heard somebody made a point to where it was like, yo, the thing is, it's like the players they really could take a stand and do something, but where the superstars players will take a stand. The dudes that's getting paid two hundred thousand, barely a hundred thousand on the practice squad, they'll step right in. So it's mm-hmm. like it's like yo, they're gonna keep playing. The game is still gonna go on because there's a lot of people like Dak Prescott that'll act like oh, it's not a, it, sh- it shouldn't be on the field. It's I mean you know I just wanna you know it shouldn't be happening here. And the whole thing is that everybody know that's not dumb and is paying attention. They flip the whole meaning of the protest, period. Like, mm-hmm. the shit is completely, like, gone away. It's lost, like, the meaning. Because it's come, like, now it's, like, the Trump show to show, like, oh, Trump's going to tweet about it. So it's just, you know, it's totally lost. The whole basis is totally lost now. And, and, and like, like you said, like, if the superstars do it, the rest will follow. But look, it, it also to be honest, it also got to be the white people too. White people got to do it too. Like, yeah, like, I mean, they got to because, because, like, yo, real shit. If all, if you only have white dudes, and this is fact, this ain't racist. This is fact. If you only have white dudes playing, that shit is not gonna be fun. Niggas no, don't want to see. Nobody wants to watch a bunch of white dudes run the ball. There is there is no really like. Uh, Christian McCaffrey said himself, it's going to be hard for me because I'm a white dude trying to be running back. Nobody's trying to see that shit. That's a white dude saying that. A white man said that. So if you take all the black players out of football, and I think that would be a powerful statement myself, if they took like a whole series off, like a whole series, a whole half, even a whole fucking game, if they band together, like let's show our strength. And just like, yo, let all the white dudes play then. Let all them play. And see how and how your ratings will go that week when all the white dudes just play. Or all this, I mean, whoever, they wouldn't like it. It will be terrible. And that's just fact. It will be terrible. So, I don't know. It's just hard because you grow up loving something and it's entertaining. It's like, yo, people run and they jump in America, period. It's built on blood. It's built on violence. It's built, we like love it. We eat that shit up. It's it's not America. Back in the day, they had the Roman Coliseum. Killing mm-hmm. people, gladiator sports. We love that shit. 
Everybody loves that, but it's like it's it's a slap in the face now. They're like, yo, man, we don't fuck with y'all, and y'all like we pay y'all good money to perform. So perform, boy. That's what they want. So that's real life. It, it, it's just man, it's just crazy, man. So, um, so for you, like for me, I feel like. I might still watch it if it's on, but I'm not really pressed about it like that. Like, I keep telling people at my job, it's like being in a bad relationship. Like, you love a person, but you like, I know this motherfucker ain't good for me. So that's how I feel like it's like. It's like being in a bad relationship right now with football with me. Like, I feel like I might watch it if it's on. It seems like they're going to have good players, but I know what it is at the same time. So how do you feel about it? Man. Uh, to be honest, I, I don't know if I could just not watch football, but I'm definitely not as excited as excited as I used to be watching it. I remember when I was younger playing football, I couldn't wait till Sunday. Yeah. But now it's like, now it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's just whatever. It's like I'm not trying to. I, I don't know. It's it's crazy. It, it, it's her. It's like it's like nobody has the right answer. It's like I mean, you're perfectly right in your statement because like nobody knows what to think no more. It's kind of like exactly. I don't know. Like it's like a real dumbfounded thing. Like it's like a kid finding out Santa Claus ain't real. Like yo, you telling me this whole time? Like this whole time? Like all these gifts appeared and it was your ass. And you hit him in this house the whole time. It's like it's like that, man. But I mean, so the same with sports. We have music, and what I'm saying, like, how do we like, like, not think about what people do in music? And specifically, what I'm talking about is like three people really that's really controversial, but their music is really big. So the first person is Six Nine, and Six Nine has these allegations. But they really say these allegations is like he got caught up and he really didn't know the girl was young. So I don't really know too much about it to really speak on it, but that he got that and he just starts shit with everybody. So that's one person. Mm-hmm. Then you have TK, who like they saying killed people, so it's like damn, but when he came out his music was like Hard. Like, yeah. he was like, yeah, yo, it was yeah, it was like, yo, the race is fucking crazy. When you're the race, the race is crazy. It was crazy. And then you had to do X, man. I mean, he passed, but it's like his allegations. And if you've seen like the, uh, the girl's face is like bad, but like all those people I'm saying, all of their music is fire. So it's like, it's really hard. And I mean, just for me, being the age I am, I'm 31, and I have nephews and stuff that's, you know, 15 and 13. Like, it's a real pivotal point in their life. And they look yeah. up to these dudes, so it's like, damn, like, I mean, I fuck with their music, but it's like, damn, I hate that they did that shit. So, like, how do you feel about, like, separating that from the music, like, separating the people from the music? Because it's been going on, but I guess because I'm older, I look at it a little differently. So how do you feel about, like, separating people from their music? Man, I I mean, I, tr- I tried to separate the music from the people because at the end of the day, you really, 
I really don't know what went on. You get what I'm saying? Like you said, it's just accusations. So you get what I'm saying? Maybe maybe he really didn't do it. You get what I'm you get what I'm saying? So it's like I try to separate the music from the people, but it just it just depends on like what they did. Like like with the take case situation, I, I don't agree with killing people, you get what I'm saying? But that's what people like. People people like that that violence and they, they everybody say you gotta actually live your raps and when you do it you see where you see where where it ended up with Tay K. He he's he fighting he's fighting murder charges. And I just seen a video saying that another another witness uh came out and she's gonna testify. Yeah, I so it's that like too. So it's like I mean I tried because at the end of the day, I really don't know what's, what went on. You get what I'm saying? All of them are just accusations. Some of them are just accusations. But it's like, even also, even with the Kanye, because Kanye, Kanye is in my top three. And so when, when, when he said that stuff about Trump, I was hurt. Because it's like, come on, Kanye. After all the things you used to fight for, he used to say George, George W. Bush don't care about black people. And then now... He, He's a, he's agreeing with Trump and all that. It's like, come on, man. And it's like, I tried when I the 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 new album that came out. I tried to listen to it with like, with without without that like in in the back of my mind. But it's like, man, like I don't know, like I I don't have to agree with what he what he agrees with, but from the music standpoint. You gotta respect his artistry. You get what I'm saying? You gotta respect the artistry from a music standpoint. And that's how I feel. Yeah, and, and that's, I mean, I agree with you 100% with that. Like, I mean, and what we could really learn from all of this though, like, honestly, what the recurring theme is, if the shit is good, everybody is gonna, like, not care about it. Like, exactly. you see it over and over in sports, you see it over and over in music. You see it all the time, like, dog, if somebody, like, all of your top athletes probably have some type of allegation at one point. But when you start mm-hmm. winning, nobody cares. Like, mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt balled out last year, but they said they had a video of him, like, punching a girl or something like that or somebody, like, at a restaurant. Like, a, a bunch of people, man, they got, like, um, a lot of allegations and accusations on them that, I mean, People move past it because they like Ray Lewis. They keep saying like back in the day, oh, he killed somebody. Like then Ray Lewis is like the most revered person. Everybody loves him. White people love him. Like everybody exactly. loves him. There's so many people out here that like has done some stuff back in the day, but because they product or their performance is so damn good, everybody forget about it. Exactly. So, you know, even Drake. They're like, yo, Drake, you really got a whole fucking kid, my nigga? You ain't like high everybody and all that. Nobody give fuck. Nobody even know who Pusha T is right now. Who's Drake? Who's Drake fans? Because they like, I don't remember that shit. They don't even remember mm-hmm. that di- uh, like a diss track. They couldn't even tell you the name of the diss track right now. They like, I don't know. <laughs> they like, they don't even care. So bottom line is, even with football, the product is good. Nigga, they the fastest, strongest, biggest, jump like the highest athletes in the world. So nobody cares. Like, it's like I'm willing to look past the bullshit, and that's the bottom line, like, for anybody listening. Like, hey, if you fuck up in life, to me, like, the best thing to do is own it. Don't wait until nobody can get it out on you. 
I learned that from Charlemagne and shit like that. It's like, yo, own that shit. So nobody can exactly. use it again. Because what the fuck they going to say if you already owned it. So own that exactly. shit first. And then perform well after that. And nobody will give a fuck. Because you already confessed to it. And then, I mean, just it's perform good. well. They, they can't use it against you. No, no, man. They they really can't. So it's just like, yo, do your thing, man. And then, and then I was, you know, preparing for this uh interview and I was like, yo, why are we so attracted to that? But it's like I don't know that shit is exciting. I think for me though, with black people, like I for for like violence and like sexism and money. Like with black people I feel like for us and for people in the struggle and shit like that, it's like, yo, this idea of like not having shit and like making something out of it is what we all are attracted to. Like the idea, like, I ain't have shit. I went on the block and got it. Like, it may be bad, but, like, you respect that this nigga did what he had to do. Like, maybe he had a family to feed. He had whatever. Like, we are in love with that. And then, like, you know, in movies and shit, we're like, oh, a nigga talk crazy, then he shot him. And then, like, we attracted to that, but it's like, we wouldn't do that. And I'm like, I don't really know why we attracted to it, but I'm like, I just think the rebellion of it, because it's like, you go to school, you go to work, it's so much structure. So when you see these thuggish dudes or like rappers talking about this crazy stuff, it's like, damn man, that shit sounds great. Like you feel like, yeah man, I wish I could do that shit. Well, I feel the same way. I think we just attracted to like rebellion. Like pretty much. Like, bro, I'm tired of the regular A B C D E F G day. Like, fuck that. I wanna throw a wrench in that shit. Like what do you think? Why do you think we so much attracted to, like, stuff that is really, really bad that we wouldn't do, but we love, like, it in the music and the movies and shit? Why do you think we so attracted to it? To be honest, it's, it's, it's just more entertaining and, like, just the lifestyle. Nobody wants to – I mean, not not everybody, but most people want to be – I I know, like, almost every black – Every black kid at one point wants to be a rapper or a football player or just wants to make it out. You get what I'm saying? And so when you see somebody do that and telling their story, it just keeps getting passed down down off generation to generation. So it's like, it's like, yeah, it's just crazy. I, I, I really don't know why, but I think it's just human nature, keeping G. Like everybody just, everybody like that rush. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel that, and like prime example of that is uh, Lil Baby. How Lil Baby really blew up is because I think people really feel like the shit that nigga be rapping about. He really like lived that shit, and he really exactly. don't rap about killing people and shit like that too much, really. Anyway, he just talk about you know maybe being on a block with his friends, or he was like you know he had the drink to ease his pain, or. Whatever, like, he talks about, but niggas feel it with Lil Baby. They, like, I think everybody loves that because they feel like, nah, this nigga's really, like, lived that. So it's different. So uh, an- I mean, Another dude, too. Hey, you listen to Mozzie? I heard a little bit of him. I, um, I can't tell you exactly what song it is, but I have heard a couple songs, I think. Like, out, out, out on the West Coast? That's how I feel Mozzie blew up like that. Because, like, what he rap about and stuff, it's, like, it's just real. Like, you could just tell he's a real, genuine person. I, I watched, like, 
I watched like a couple of interviews with him on, on YouTube and it's like you could just tell he's real genuine. Like he he lived the stuff that he rap about and you can tell it's just all one hundred. So that's why and that's that's another reason too. That's another example too. Yeah, I mean I think we just we in love and like with the idea of like coming from nothing and just becoming something, whether it's good or bad, no matter how you did it, it's just the idea that you did it and you didn't have mm-hmm. to go to a job and listen to a manager tell you, don't do this, don't do it. You didn't have to listen to a teacher, don't do that. It's like, man, fuck all that. That's why everybody loves that shit because it's like, and then like, you know, like you have like, white kids will be attracted to it too because I feel like it's the rebellion of it. I think that's why we're so attracted yeah. to it because it's like, fuck all the stuff that they told me to do this way. I want to do it that way. And it just, like the jewelry and like, the, I mean, the women, the girls and like the vacation, it's like, yo, and even, I mean, the drugs. I mean, the drugs is a huge part. Like, mm-hmm. so like yo, like I had a drink to ease my pain. I pop like, Niggas pop pills now. They're like, oh, yeah. but the difference is that's dangerous with that shit is yeah. them niggas really don't be doing that shit like that. Nah, because there's, there's, there's no way because they'll be dead. They'll be dead. Yeah, yeah. That's what people fail to realize. It's like, bro, like that shit is catchy and it rhymes with like what the fuck they talking about. Like them niggas like just like it is crazy how like. I was really shocked to hear Drake in the Travis Scott shit. I mean, he kind of cleaned it up because he's like, I took half of a Zan. But it's just still to, like, hear Drake talk about, like, you know, I took a, like, I was like, wow. Like, yeah. That shit was kind of crazy for me. I'm like, yo, like, niggas is really on the pill way, for real. And that's, like, a thing. But I think the difference is, is that those dudes that rap about it like that, they ain't not really on that shit like that. No, like, there's 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 no way. There's no way. No. But it, but but when all you do is talk about it on your songs and stuff, it gives off that perception that you do. So then it's like, okay, the kids, because most of some some kids is are really impressionable. So when they when they hear something in the song, they they gonna go do it. You get what I'm saying? Not knowing the consequences or what can happen. All they all they want to do is just be like a little pup. You get what I'm saying? All they want to do is just smoke and take pills all day. That's all they want to do because that's what they yeah, hear. That's yeah, what, that's I what mean, it's all about. It, they think that's like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do because he said it. But like, exactly. yo, them niggas ain't really doing that though. Like, that's the thing. Like, no ass is gonna get caught up. You know, they rap about like got caught, beat the case, nigga. You do not have no money for no lawyers, so like you can't. Be doing this wild shit and trying to live this lifestyle. And I feel like a lot of people fall into a trap because it'll be a, a hood rapper that's really a street dude that, you know, try to, like, talk about the shit that he did. I remember watching some shit crazy. It was like Gangland or something. And it was about San Diego and Skyline. And I remember a dude rapped about, like, standing over bodies in the fucking Skyline. And they used that shit against him in court. Yeah, I was like, yeah. whoa, I'm like, you niggas can't, that's why I'm like, yo, these niggas don't really be telling the truth, because if they were, they'll use that shit against you in court. Exactly, there, like, the, the, there was a rapper in uh in Dallas, in Dallas, 
he was going he was going to get six years for off a case or something like that. And then he rapped about the crime that he did in the song, and the judge added uh, six more years. So he, now he got to do twelve. Yeah, I'm I'm like yo, and I'm like yo, like to yo anybody listening, yo these dudes is really not doing all this shit. Like even your favorite rapper is gonna say some crazy shit that like bro he didn't really do that. Like it's great when you know niggas really did do it. But like mm-hmm. most of the time, they really didn't do that shit. Like, no, and, and no I, I think yeah, that's what it is. Music is a feeling. Music gives you that vibe and stuff like that. And so does like sports and shit like that. But music really just gives you that vibe, and you like whatever they doing, I'm doing. You trying to dress like them? You trying to like if they sell drugs, you might want to sell drugs. They popping pills, you might want to do it, but. They, and then just like all these niggas are talking about hood shit, they go home to their mansion. They don't go back exactly. to the hood and be rapping about, my nigga. Like, they don't, they're not going back there like that. And the smart ones, shout out to 21 Savage, even like Lil Baby, a couple of them, they like, yo, I really don't go back like that unless I'm giving back or something like that. Like, but I'm not you, you just can't be hanging like out. That. Cause no, you can't just be hanging out. Cause it's like you got money for a reason. You got to get out. It's like, of course, of course, you always gonna be attached to it. Cause that's where you're from and all that. But it's like you got to get out, especially cause uh, I, you probably seen it. You seen like the Vlad interview with with, with Lil Boosie? No, I ain't see all of it. But I'm, the the I'm one not. where he said that people is hypnotizing hatred and like people in your own. It'll be it'll be. Most most rappers die in their own city, like the one with X. X, how he got shot in his own city. He said people just people just hate on you in your own city, cause it's like it's like you grew up where they grew up. You get what I'm saying? They had the same. You had the same opportunities as them. You just capitalized off of it. So that's, yeah. So that's what. Yeah. And, and and then I'm really gonna drive it home, cause I've always I I keep saying this. And it be sounding crazy, but if you really think about what I say and not just what how I'm saying it, this shit is the truth. They did a great fucking job with slavery because there's a lot of people still enslaved in their mind. And when yeah. people kill you in your own city, when they do that, it's like when the slave master took the lighter person in and then he tries to come to the back with the rest of the slave, and it's like, this motherfucker think he better than me. I'll kill him right now. It's the exactly. same damn mentality that he thinks he's better than me, so I'll kill him. I'll kill him. But white white people don't really do that shit like that. Exactly. They band together. These motherfuckers, everybody band together to do some shit. But for us, it's like we hate on each hate. other so bad. It's the crab in the barrel mentality. It's all these things, and it all comes from slavery. And the number one thing is we hate ourselves most of the time. We we yeah. look in the mirror. We don't like what we see. We we hate that. You know the cops always bother us. We hate like all of this. Like it'll cause you to hate yourself because of all the shit that we go through. But the thing is, and I love my blackness, is it's like look, we overcame so much shit. Yeah, we go through a lot, and we still going through a lot, and we gonna continue to go through a lot. But what we overcame, how niggas made chitlins. Nobody eats them shits, but that I know like that. But to think that you would take nothing and turn it into something, you make fucking peanut butter. You make all these things that we don't get credit for, but you mm-hmm. invent shit. You get you hip hop music. 
hip-hop, all this shit, man. We did this shit from nothing. Like, niggas take, uh, being broke, they, they tie their shoelaces different. They do this different. They wear their hat different. They wear their pants different. We're doing all this shit from nothing, and that's the beauty in it. But what's sad is the job they did in slavery still got a lot of people thinking in that slave mind, like, we go out, we buy these cars, we get this jewelry, we get that, because we think it give us status instead of investing and buying homes and doing this and doing that to really create generational wealth to uh, hand down to our kids' kids and shit like that. That's balling. Fuck a hundred. Nigga, I got a million dollars on I, in ice I got on right now. Nigga, I got a million dollars in homes, apartment complexes, mm-hmm. shit like that, that I'm going to pass down to my kids that's in my woman's belly right now. He ain't mm-hmm. even born yet. He got shit to him. Like, that's what uh, other people do, other races do, and that's what we going to do. And I feel like with the information age, the technology, what you going to school for, and every social media, all this shit, they fucked up because now we don't need nobody. Now we create now, all these uh, comedians and shit that's coming off of Instagram and getting real money. All these mm-hmm. podcasts, like this one one day, like niggas is direct to consumer, and like nigga, we don't need nobody no more. So they fucked up. They fucked up when they created this shit. Because, exactly. I mean, we on the way. And and, and it's like. Uh, I forgot who I was watching, but it was on YouTube, and he was like, at this point, he was like, uh, you don't you don't have no excuse if you broke, because it's like you have everything at your fingertips. He was like, the internet is a resource. You can use that to get any information that you want. So he was like, he's like, you really don't have no reason to be broke and not be trying to get it, because it's like we have all the information. We could do it by ourselves. It's not like it's not like in the 1980s. It's like you have to have somebody or you have to know somebody. It's like you have all the information on the Internet. So it's like if, you, if you're if too lazy and you don't want it that bad, then it's, that's, it's your fault. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like crazy because I can look at the stats in SoundCloud. There's people in uh, Korea, in Africa, all these places off of me putting something on SoundCloud. We do this interview now. In about five minutes, I had this shit up, and it can be reached anywhere in the fucking world if you have anywhere. anywhere. That is amazing. Crazy. Like, that is, like, power, and that is amazing. So if you work at it and you craft it and you create it, like Joe Budden, God, I can't leave without, like, giving a shout-out to Joe Budden podcast. Niggas grinded for, like, three years, like, really grinded it out made shit for free, and then now they got their own exclusive shit on Spotify, man. Spotify. Retained retained all the rights to it, so it's his shit still. He's just, you know, doing it on a certain platform. And it's just like, and also, I've seen that they've been reporting lately that black-owned businesses took a 400% 400, spike in the year 2018, and that's what I'm telling you. Black people, creatives, anybody, but as always on this podcast, I see a struggle with my people as in black people, so I'm I'm going to use this podcast to uplift and hopefully inspire. So it's like, yo, they fucked up when they let this social media shit and the Internet shit, like, get to the hands of anybody. They fucked it because we are some 
of the most creative people, man. We like dancing, dancing, singing, sports, all that shit. When we get a hold of it, we make that shit our own, man. We really it's a wrap. It. And I'm, it's a wrap. It's, it's over, man. And like I said, let let them fucking let all the white people go play on um um the field on Sunday. Let them all line up and play a whole game. And you see how fun that shit is. And that's no disrespect, and that ain't being racist. This is facts. That it's shit would not real. be good. Exactly. So go look, go look up. If you think I'm bullshitting, go look up Christian McCaffrey. Go Google Christian McCaffrey talking about the struggles that is being a white guy trying to go ahead. So before niggas like that's why I because I'll argue with a nigga down like because I'm gonna say some shit with facts. It's not rude. It's not racist. It's not nothing. If you got facts, it's keeping it real. Christian McCaffrey out his own fucking mouth said that shit. So you know, and also you need to uh, pay attention to. Um, who told Colin Kaepernick to kneel? For all the people who really want to know different shit, go ahead and ask that when you try to flip it about the military. Like, mm-hmm. go ahead and Google Google that as well when you're on your um, searches. But, man, I just think, like, I'm really excited. I'm really empowered. And I just really got to work. I be bullshitting with the podcast and this and thing, that. But I'm like, yo, right now, if you put the work in, if you struggle for a couple years – and if you fail, like, like people don't want, people think everybody just is successful, like, overnight. That is, like, the furthest from the truth at all. Like, they think, like, oh, yeah, like, little baby came out of nowhere, gunner came out, like, I mean, but them niggas been around people for a exactly. long time and crafting and doing stuff. Like, it's very few people. And this prime example, man, like a Beyonce and a Jay-Z, them niggas was not hot. Out the gates, they had to work. Didn't didn't take didn't it take Jay Z like didn't he drop his first album at thirty years old or something like that? He was like twenty six trying to shop his album. That's ridiculous. Older and everybody said no. Everybody said no to where they had to like get it on their own legally or illegally, and they started their own record label, and then they did a partnership with Def Jam. They had to get mm-hmm. they, everybody told Jay Z, "You were not like you're talking this trash. It's not good. We don't want you." Even people that he's cool with now, people. I remember Paul Wall did an interview and said that Destiny's Child, Houston's own Beyonce as the lead singer, got booed in Houston, in their own hometown. So before you think like these people woke up and they was just great, they was not. They failed. They struggled. And for me, I get frustrated, like, damn, man, like, I'm tired of working this job, tired of this, tired of that. But this weekend, I don't know, I just had a revelation in my head and my spirit, like, yo, just keep working, man. Like, don't think, like, this shit going to happen overnight. Just keep grinding and just figuring it out and learning your craft and fail and, like, learn and fail and learn and fail, fail, fail until you figure the shit out. Like, that's what it is, like. We can never appreciate shit the right way if we don't struggle. Exactly. It, it, it just don't work. If you always have money your whole life, you're not going to appreciate it. Like, exactly. Yeah, you don't get it. Like to have like money, you don't. You don't. You're not going to get it. So, and just people, man, to just inspire you, man. Hey, just go out there and fail today. Just go like try some shit. Hey, if it don't work, but 
just don't give up, man. And my mantra in my head lately is just keep moving. Like, don't get stuck in your pity. Yeah, don't exactly. Get, don't, don't, don't get, get stuck in, like, I can't do it. Cause it, it. It's a difference between being in the struggle and being stagnant. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, yep. okay, you could be in the struggle as long as you're working towards something. Because it, it's always going to be setbacks. You get what I'm saying? But if you're just being stagnant, that's not no struggle. You're just being stagnant. You're not getting nowhere. So it's like, if you fail, if you fail struggling then i can live with that i can live with doing my best and failing then just to be stagnant and not not doing nothing at all you get what i'm saying yep. and even even to put it in layman's term for people go back and look at steph curry and his struggles steph curry had bad ankles bad ankles they was thinking mm-hmm. like yo this dude's really not gonna play in the league this dude's contracts were lower because of his ankles. They were real, like, he didn't get the top-tier kind, and then he kept getting bounced. He had because great fights with the Clippers, you know, they, with the Clippers. They played San Antonio a couple times, and, like, it was really looking like he was not going to play, like, at all. And then now look at him today. But he had to go through them struggles. He also was really, really small. So in going into college, no major schools took him. None. With the Davidson. A lot of people don't know what the fuck that is. Like, I don't know what that is. Some school in North Carolina. And he even had to change his shot. One summer he changed his shot to really shoot the ball the right way he needed to. And he missed a lot of shots. But he kept going out there, kept going out there. And it was frustrating. Him and his brothers would play. Him and his dad would play. He would be out there crying, but he never would give up on it. And he is where he is today. He got the proper contract that he wanted, and he's looking up, but he struggled. Look at any of your favorite people, man. They struggled. They yeah, really, man. really struggled, man. And, and, and the greatest example, and I'm going to end it with this, is like LeBron, man. LeBron has no dad in his life. He didn't have no college experience, no nothing like that. And the things that this man does is amazing. You could not amazing. like him for whatever reason. But, but you got to respect things him. he does, I mean, come on, man. I can't wait to watch his show on um, HBO. The HBO, shop, the, the, the yeah, barbershop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait. Um, I might have to sneak you my little uh, login so you can see it if you ain't got it. But uh, I got you. Don't worry about it. But, um yeah, man, I mean, it's just like, yo, the thing LeBron does for what his resources, he didn't really have no fucking resources. He just worked his ass off. His greatest resource is that, and I'll leave you with this too, all the people that you know are really, really great, they work their ass off. Yes, they sir. really, really, I mean, when they're tired, when they don't feel like doing it, when everybody's going out, when it's birthdays, when it's this, they sacrifice and they stay in and they just deal with it, man. And so if you want to be great, you got to put in the work. I know I wasn't putting the work with the podcast or a lot of different things, but now I'm ready to put in the work because I've learned and I've been learning from other people. Like, man, you got to work your ass off. You got to fail, but you got to keep moving. You can't 
get down. So whatever it is y'all want to do, man, just keep moving towards that shit, man. It may, it may not happen when you want it, but it will happen right on time. Yeah, exactly. yeah, man. So we're going to get out of here. Uh, thank you uh, so much for being on the podcast. Really appreciate nah, thank you. you for having me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah do you have anything you want to plug or any social handles or anything you got going on, any people you want to shout out? Anything. Man, shout out my mama, shout out my dad, shout out my little sister. Man, I love y'all, and y'all gonna y'all gonna hear this. But yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay, so uh, this is recorded. Um, please tell a friend. Tell a friend. Um, I'm coming up on one year, man, and uh. If y'all get a chance, check out It's The Real. It's a podcast called A Waste of Time with It's The Real. They had um Tiger's, uh, like, right-hand man, a dude that really helped his career named A.E. It's like the last episode they did. Really check that one out because that dude is really giving some game. Like, he's one of those few people that you find that, I mean, just like, it's a dude you'll see around, but you don't know his story, and that's what It's the Real does very, very well. And he just really broke it down. He said he believes in the power of fours. He said that's why in the school system they already knew, like, four years to master something. It's a four-year degree. It's four years to complete things. Because what he's saying is the first year uh, is learning. It's to learn whatever it is you want to do. Then the second year, you're understanding it. Then the third year, you becoming it. And then in the final year, the fourth year, you will reap the benefits of all the work you put in. So if you think yeah. about that, that's that's freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Then you yeah. graduate. So, hey, man, let's put this rule of four, man. First year, you learn it. Then you understand it. Then you become it. And then you master it, man. You, you graduate. So. Let's put in this work, man. Everybody get it, man. Let's motivate, man. Thank you again. This is recorded, man. Peace. Peace.